Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. All right, good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the state of California, along with Megan Goldsby and Brett Burkhart. Well, Hillary Clinton, the latest high-profile Democrat to come to Senator Dianne Feinstein's defense, saying that she should not resign despite her health challenges. In the meantime, some members of the House in particular continue to call for Feinstein to step down, especially after her return to Washington demonstrated just how frail she has become. The 89-year-old Feinstein is recovering slowly from shingles, which brought on a form of encephalitis and another disorder that caused some facial paralysis and hearing loss. She insists she can still do the job Californians elected her to do, and she's determined to serve out the rest of her final term, while three prominent congressional Democrats run to succeed her. Governor Newsom has promised to appoint a black woman to finish Feinstein's term if she is unable to. Now there's speculation that Oprah Winfrey could be on his short list of possible caretaker senators if it comes to that. But Feinstein says that will not be necessary because she's not going anywhere until the end of 2024. For more on this, we're joined live today on the KCBS Wing Central Newsline by somebody with a unique perspective on Feinstein who knows her character and career as well as anybody, and that is Jerry Roberts, longtime City Hall reporter in San Francisco. He covered Feinstein when she was a supervisor and then mayor. Jerry went on to be managing editor of the San Francisco Chronicle. He co-founded the political website CalBuzz. These days, he runs Newsmakers with Jerry Roberts, which covers politics in Santa Barbara. But most importantly for, for this discussion, he wrote the definitive biography of Dianne Feinstein, Never Let Them See You Cry, which was published way back in 1994. Jerry, thank you so much for being with us. And all right, you know, so if Dianne Feinstein's advice to young women back then was never let them see you cry, uh, how do you think she feels about everybody seeing her in such a weakened state that they want her to resign? Well, I, I can't imagine it's a very... Uh... Uh, easy process for her to be going through. But, you know, one of the things that really marks her personality and character, if nothing else, is, you know, she she's determined to do uh, something even more when somebody tells her she can't. Um, so, you know, given all the reporting about her mental state and so on, uh, it's unclear to me, you know, how much she really knows about what's going on. But in any case, as a practical matter, there is no process uh, to uh, remove her uh, from office. Uh, she's the only one that can decide to do that. And I'm not aware of anybody in her circle, her current circle, who is going to be able to convince her to. So since you know her so well, where do you think the toughness comes from? Well, I think it began uh, with her childhood. Her mother was um, an abusive parent, uh, both physically and emotionally. Her dad was a uh, a very prominent surgeon, but uh, out of the house a lot. She was the oldest. Diane was the oldest of three sisters, uh, and I think really took the brunt of uh, her mother's aberrant behavior and stood up for her sisters. Uh, but at the same time, you know, the family and Diane particularly, you know, learned to kind of keep that inside the walls of the house. And, and you know, she's someone who's always made a very 
uh, impressive uh, presentation in the public sphere. Um, and so uh, I think it began with that. You know, she's had a lot of experiences that people, I think, don't think about. You know, she was buried at 22 and quickly divorced, a uh, very uh, failed first marriage. She was a single mother working uh, for a number of years in the early 60s uh, when that was not something that was very common. Um, you know, Dick Blum, who died uh, uh, last year, you know, was the second of her husbands to die of a a very painful and lingering cancer. So she's been through uh, an awful lot personally, um, and I think that's part of it. And I think the other part is, you know, her dad was really uh, very uh, influential on her and I think instilled in her the values of uh, never giving up, of working hard, uh, and, of, you know, continuing to put one foot in front of the other when you're having hard times. Well, in her political career, she's obviously been such a trailblazer for women with some remarkable legislative achievements. So how concerned right now do you think she is about her legacy and whether hanging on like this could actually tarnish it? You know, I, I don't think she's concerned about her legacy, to tell tell you the truth. I don't think it's something that she probably spent a lot of time uh, thinking about. You know, she's obviously struggling physically. Uh, if anybody has had shingles, as I have, it's not, uh, you know, it's kind of just dismissed in a lot of the reporting. It's a very difficult uh, and serious thing. Um, and, you know, so I think she's trying to do at least the bare minimum of a senator. You know, she's voting. She did get to the ju- Judiciary Committee and voted on those judges and constituent work. You know, I think so much of the work in Washington for uh, members of Congress is done by the staff. And I think, you know, in a, in a one sense, that's that's really the most important work that they do. So I think that continues. Uh, obviously, I think her days of, you know, going on Meet the Press and being a thought leader out in the public sphere are over. But um, I think she's probably just determined to finish this term. You know, there's been this debate about whether sexism is at play, as people call for her to retire. You can think of any number of aging, ailing men who are allowed to finish their time in the Senate without this kind of pressure, from Teddy Kennedy to John McCain. Why is this situation with Feinstein different? Well, you know, I think part of it is just, you know, the media culture that we live in now, where they're, you know, everything is online, everything is instantaneous, everything is on social media. Uh, I, I do think there's an element of sexism. I also think there's sort of an, uh, an element of ageism. I mean, she, she is showing the ravages of illness. Uh, and she's, you know, it's out there in public, and that's a hard thing for people to see. And, uh, you know, I, I, there, there's a, I don't know if it's the cruelty that's uh, kind of involved in the coverage, but there's certainly been a lack of compassion about that. You know, one more thing. There's been the speculation the last couple of days that Governor Newsom might name Oprah Winfrey to finish this term <laughs> if it came to that so as not to influence, you know, the Senate race to succeed her. Uh, I don't know if she'd want to do it. I assume she's interested or she wouldn't allow her name to be out there. What do you make of that? Well, you know, Oprah Winfrey is a neighbor of ours here down in Santa Barbara. Um, and uh, I, I find it rather uh, unlikely that that would happen. But I think what's even more unlikely uh, is if she did, she was appointed, uh, she would agree to just finish the term. I have a feeling that if Oprah really went so far as to be uh, uh, appointed, uh, she would want to continue, uh, as many politicians do once they say they're only going to serve for a short time. 
Yeah, and not only that, if Governor Newsom were appointing Oprah Winfrey to the Senate and she decided to run for president, he'd be boosting the career, you know, potentially against her, him in 2028. Uh, maybe you can go, you know, knock on her door and <laughs> borrow a cup of sugar and ask her what she thinks about it. Uh, yeah, I think I have a feeling there's several armed men between me and uh, her doing this. But, uh, you know. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Jerry. Jerry Roberts, a vet veteran political reporter. He's uh, the, sort of the definitive biographer of Dianne Feinstein. Uh, we may have him on again in the months to come as we uh, continue to follow the end of the career of Dianne Feinstein. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcast. Tomorrow we're going to be speaking with one of those people running for Feinstein's seat, Congresswoman Barbara Lee of Oakland. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.